Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Age has died in custody. An area Uber driver says he had a violent run-in with people on ATVs and dirt bikes. I'm Mike Marillo. How Brent George's County plans to roll out its curfew for teens. Students are still waiting to get back to class in Seattle because of a teacher strike that is going on. They're waiting to hear this morning. Good morning. Welcome in. 2 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Tom Foti in Washington, and there's late word that there have been fatalities in a series of apparently random Wednesday night shootings and other crimes in and around Memphis. At least four people are reported dead by police, with a 19-year-old suspect caught after a carjacking tip from suburban Mississippi. More from correspondent Matt Piper. Police say a man drove around Memphis, shooting apparently at random throughout Wednesday evening, hitting multiple people. Hours after the rampage started, police took the suspect, 19-year-old Ezekiel Kelly, into custody. Divine intervention, I think, that we got the tag number out of this vehicle. MPD got behind it just within a matter of minutes, and the suspect's in custody now. During the shootings, authorities told residents to avoid being in public as they tried to find the suspect. Mac Piper, CBS News. This the latest high-profile crime in Memphis in recent days and weeks. Both suspects in last weekend's mass stabbings in Canada are dead. They were brothers with the second one captured and pronounced dead a short time later. There will be an autopsy, and they... That will be, you know, we will get the details at some later point. Miles Sanderson, who's been the subject of this huge manhunt since Sunday, is dead. His brother, also a suspect, Damien Sanderson, was found dead earlier in the week on Monday in the same area where most of the victims were killed. How he died is unknown. BBC News correspondent Nomia Iqbal in Melfort, Saskatchewan. California is far from cool, but the heat wave has not caused power outages, apparently thanks in big part to text alert messages sent to millions urging a reduction in power use during key nighttime hours. Governor Gavin Newsom expressed gratitude to uh, 40 million Californians that really stepped up over the course of this last week. Still on the West Coast, the school year is going to be a bit late in Seattle where teachers are on strike. Parents raced to find childcare after late night negotiations failed to reach a deal between the state's largest school district and its more than 6,000 educators. We understand the impact that that has on families. I wouldn't be here if what the district was proposing was not unconscionable. Teachers want higher pay, smaller class sizes, and mental health resources. Correspondent Janet Shamley and former President Obama and the former First Lady were back at the White House for the unveiling of their official portraits. Obama praising artist Robert McCurdy's dedication to realism. What I love about Robert's work is that he paints people exactly the way they are for better or worse. He captures every wrinkle on your face, every crease in your shirt. Asian financial markets are mixed, but U.S. market futures are pointing up. Dow futures at last look up 23 points. This is CBS News. It's not just business, it's personal. At Signature Theater's new musical, No Place to Go, when dedicated employee George discovers his company is relocating to Mars, he must decide whether to go and uproot his family's life or embark on an unknown venture. Featuring DC star Bobby Smith, No Place to Go is an irreverent and humorous musical with an enterprising twist. Now playing at Signature Theater through October 16th. Get your tickets at sigtheater.org. WTOP at 203. 
Then Thursday morning, 8th of September, 2022. It'll be mostly cloudy. You might see a spotty shower as we head towards daybreak with lows when we're done in the upper 60s. 70 exactly at our nation's capital now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lambie. Thank you for taking us along for your Thursday morning early morning ride topping the local stories we're looking at for you this morning to look back in history is where we begin a montgomery county sheriff's deputy was shot and killed 51 years ago now there's word of a suspect arrested i never thought this case would be solved it has been and anybody out there that wants to be bad just remember that that's melvin hall whose father montgomery county special deputy captain james tappen hall was shot and killed in 1971 while he was working security at the manor country club in rockville now 51 years after his father died as the result of what police believed was a burglary in progress there's been an arrest the montgomery county police department's cold case unit tracked larry david becker also known as larry smith to little falls New York, where he'd been living for 45 years. Police say during that interview this month, Smith confessed and waived his extradition to Maryland, where he'll face a charge of first-degree murder. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Locally, the Prince George's County Executive defending her decision this week to enforce a month-long curfew for people younger than 17. On Twitter, Angela also Brooks writes that while some people disagree with her decision, she says she's responding to county residents who have asked what more can be done to protect their children. Also, Brooks is also making it clear that police will enforce the curfew, and if they find someone breaking it, they will educate them about the curfew and tell them to go home. She says that she is hoping parents will take their children inside by 10 p.m. on school nights and by midnight on weekends for the next 30 days. WTOP now at 2.05. Meantime, neighboring D.C. also quietly resuming enforcing that city's longstanding curfew for young people. The Washington Post reports on this. Sixteen people have been picked up in D.C. since August 1st for violating the district's curfew. In D.C., during July and August, kids under 17 should not be out and about between midnight and 6 a.m. Those hours in September through June are 11p to 6a Sunday through Thursday and midnight through 6a on Saturday and Sunday. The city's curfew began being enforced back in 1999. WTOP at 2.06 Thursday morning. Sunday night this past weekend was a frightening one, especially for an Uber driver from Rockville. And a story you'll hear only on WTOP. The man says a run-in with people he had on dirt bikes and ATVs in D.C. led to shots being fired at him. Javier Gutierrez says he was in the area of Union Market when a group of riders were running a red light in the area of H and 4th Street Northeast. He says one of those riders hit his car. Then he claims all the riders turned their attention to him. I instantly panicked. He sped away, and moments later, he says... One of the dirt bikers took out a gun. They fired uh, several shots. He says he continued to try to outrun them, which he finally did. I was like, if I stop... You know, they're going to end up killing me. He only stopped when he encountered some Marines in southeast D.C. who helped him call 911. In the back of his car, he saw two bullet holes. D.C. police say they're investigating what took place. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. At United Bank, the community bank of the nation's capital, we know the financial decisions you're making to keep your families and future secure. With a long history of safe, sound, relationship-driven banking practices, we provide our customers with peace of mind protection. We offer the best of both worlds, the technology products and expertise you expect from a big bank, but with the personal touch and local decision-making only a local community bank delivers. Learn more at bankwithunited.com. Member FDIC. It's gonna be a cool You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. 
Hi, I'm Patrick Fingles, owner of New Look Home Design. Trying to buy things right now is crazy. It's either unavailable or it'll take months. It's twice as much or the interest rate is double. They call it volatility and it's everywhere. Not in New Look. We make roofing easy and we always do it the same way. A same-day estimate, detailed measure report, 3D rendering of your home, plus line-by-line -line pricing so you know exactly what you're paying for. And most roofs can be installed within a week. While interest rates in the world go up, New Look holds strong at 0%. And right now, save 50% on all roofing materials. 0% plus 50% off plus a one-week install? While you have to think about everything else that you do, you don't have to think about where to get a new roof. Call 800-279-5300. That's 800-279-5300. NewLookHomeDesign.com. It's the same way, the easy way. Good Thursday morning, September 8th. Welcome to WTLP, where the time is 2 away. precision AC tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the gates. We bring you through the overnight early morning hours. Good morning to Carlos Ramirez with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. Good morning, Dean. Watching a few incidents here in the district. If you're headed on 66, trying to... Uh, head on to the Potomac Freeway and into Virginia. The crash did happen soon after Virginia Avenue. The ramp that would normally take you onto the Theodore Roosevelt Bridge currently blocked with the crash activity. Vehicle did spin out there. You should still have uh, emergency vehicles blocking that ramp. Follow any police direction through the area. Looks like the inbound side is slowing down a little bit to check out that activity, which is expected. A lot of flashing lights through that area. Try your best to not get too distracted. Remember, all too often we talk about secondary accident scenes that happen because folks may Maybe uh, took a glance, uh, took their eyes off the road and ended up bumping into each other. Interloop of the Beltway in Maryland after Old Georgetown Road. Looks like we do still have that work zone out there as you head past 355. A single right lane is all that's getting by right now with zero delays. Hopefully they clear that up before rush hour, which will likely happen. Uh, down to Virginia, if you're headed along uh, the Georgetown Pike, it looks like we are still dealing with a work zone there. As you make way to and from Spring Hill Road, you'll have a single lane getting by in either direction. So far, 66 has a handful of work zones. We'll go through a few of them here. If you're headed eastbound uh, past 28, you'll have a single lane getting by. After 123, you'll have two left lanes getting by. Interloop of the Beltway, as you head past Route 50 towards 66, you should have a left lane blocked there. Can't find the new car you're looking for? We'll try a Fitzway used car. Next to a new car, a Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com for a good car and a safe car you can trust. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Some patchy fog in spots on this early Thursday morning with an isolated shower or a few sprinkles possible. Otherwise, we're starting off today with temperatures in the 60s and will warm into the mid-70s to around 80. Sunshine increases throughout the day. There's a small chance for a shower, but most, if not all, of your Thursday is dry. Really nice weather for Friday and Saturday. Plenty of sun, low humidity, and highs in the low to mid-80s both Friday and Saturday. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Amelia Draper. Right now, uh, around the region, we are looking at 65 degrees in Upper Marlboro, 69 Centerville, 70 and holding at our nation's capital. Thursday morning, September 8th, 2022. This check brought to you 2 a.m. hour by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Good morning. Glad you're with us. It's 211 on WTOP. For federal cybersecurity professionals, the mission is clear. Defend U.S. government networks, data, and people. 
As a leading American cybersecurity company, Fortinet Federal is focused on trusted cybersecurity for government everywhere you need it. Prepare your agency for what's next with integrated solutions that scale, secure, and simplify to your IT environment. Explore innovative and advanced cybersecurity options at FortinetFederal.com. That's FortinetFederal.com. Have you been wanting to give your home or apartment a fresh new look? Perhaps furnish an Airbnb? Or maybe you need help setting up your home office? Come in today during Court Furniture Outlet's annual Labor Day sale and let Court's friendly and knowledgeable furniture consultants help you find everything you need to live and work in comfort and style. Court Furniture prices are always super low because they lease their furniture for use in model homes, movies and television, by home stagers and corporate offices. And when the furniture comes back, they sell it for pennies on the now save even more during Court's annual Labor Day sale on an incredible selection of new and previously leased furniture and decor for the home or office. All on sale, in stock, and ready for immediate delivery. Plus mention promo code Labor Day and receive an additional 10% off your purchase with five locations in the DMV, in Capitol Heights, Rockville, and Cadenceville, Maryland, and in Alexandria and Chantilly, Virginia. Or go to CourtFurnitureOutlet.com. That's C-O-R-T FurnitureOutlet.com. This is WTOP News. WTOP, we're watching the latest of the Donald Trump Mar-a-Lago investigation. New reporting shows material on a foreign nation's nuclear capabilities was apparently among the documents seized by the FBI last month. Some of the documents were so closely held, only the president, a cabinet-level or near-cabinet-level official, could actually authorize others to know about them. All this reported by the Washington Post. This morning, WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green with reaction from the intelligence community. It's an Alka-Seltzer moment or a Pepto-Bismol moment. They, they've got that sick feeling in their gut. And I was told we really need to understand that only nine countries in the world have nuclear weapons. The U.S., Russia, Britain, France, China, India, Pakistan, North Korea, and Israel. And everyone in the small group of countries have reason to scramble now to figure out, to try to figure out if their secrets were first of all curated by the U.S. and secondly, more importantly, if those secrets have been exposed to some actor that may have hostile intentions towards them. So the U.S. intelligence community has a very big problem here. Um, can they be trusted? Because the fact that these documents made it out of their secure place to this place where they were found, that's a really big problem and a really big worry. We know a lot of people are walking around Mar-a-Lago from the cleaning crew to hotel visitors to friends of the president uh, and the former administration. Isn't it so easy to imagine somebody just whipping out a smartphone and starting to take pictures of these documents? Well, here's an even more critical issue. What you just said, there are only a handful of people in the world that are cleared to see this information and none of them work at Mar-a-Lago. It's a club, it's a resort, it's a private residence and we know there have been security issues there over time and there has been this question about why those documents were not returned even after attorneys and those that supposedly worked for the former president said they were what is the deal with these documents what's the plan for these documents that's what's happening whether it's been a smartphone whether it's somebody scribbling things down on a, on a napkin this is a major issue have you heard anything from your sources about what might happen now or is it just a matter of watching and waiting here Watching Sean is at the bottom of the list. U.S. authorities, I can almost promise you, are aggressively trying to figure out who saw this stuff and if it's been shared, sold, exchanged, or in some way viewed by those that aren't allowed to see it. And there have been those who've been talking about whether or not the former president 
should be brought into custody because of this, because according to the law, people who do this kind of thing, people who take documents like this out of their assigned place under the law are supposed to be detained. So I, I don't think watching is something folks are going to do much of, at least in the government right now. We may have to watch, but I can guarantee you, I can promise you, there is a flurry of activity taking place behind the scenes because of all of this knowledge we've just come into in the last 24 hours. WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green in a conversation with Sean and Dimitri. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Sports at 15 and 45 powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. The Nationals lost a 6-5 heartbreaker in St. Louis, walked off by Tommy Edmonds' game-winning double to cap a five-run ninth inning in which Kyle Finnegan issued two walks and gave up four hits. So what do you say to the guy after a performance like that, Dave Martinez? I won't talk to him till tomorrow. He's upset. He's frustrated. I'll just tomorrow when he's calm a little bit, I'll just talk to him. Just talk. When you close games, some days go well, some days don't. The biggest thing for me is that you got to come in here up four runs, and uh, you got to pound the strike zone. You know the walks are going to get you. It also spoiled a brilliant homecoming for Luke Voigt, who homered among his three hits against his former team in his native Missouri. As for the Orioles, a four-one loss to the Blue Jays slid them four and a half games behind Toronto for the last. American League wildcard spot. Francis Tiafo is the talk of the town, both locally and nationally, thanks to his historic victory over Andre Rublev at the U.S. Open, making the Hyattsville native the first American to reach the U.S. Open men's semifinals in 16 years. And doing so in front of a very pro Tiafo crowd in New York, telling ESPN. I've always loved playing in front of crowds. I remember when I was 19, I played Roger here. I, I just love that. I mean, that's why you work hard to be in those kind of situations. So now I'm seeing the other side of it, so it's nice. It'll be nice if he can get two more wins and become the first American man in 19 years to win a Grand Slam title on Sunday. The same day Washington opens the Commanders era, its 2022 season, and the Carson Wentz era. He was named one of Washington's eight captains for the season. You can see the full list on WTOP.com. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Thanks, Rob. 217 Thursday morning, September 8th. One of the top stories we're following on WTOP, new COVID boosters that target the original strain as well as the Omicron variants are now widely available throughout our region. Go over to WTOP.com. We've got all the info there for you. Virginia lawmakers were called into a special session of the General Assembly this week to appoint new judges, but Governor Glenn Youngkin apparently wants lawmakers to also focus on repealing a law that would ban sales of new gas-powered cars in Virginia in 2035. Familiar territory for Capitol Hill lawmakers who are yet again looking for ways to avoid, what, another government shutdown in the coming weeks. Senate Democrats are considering apparently linking a gay marriage measure to that spending bill. Stay with WTOP for more on these developing stories in just minutes. Again, Thursday morning, September 8th. Glad you're with us this early hour where the time to be exact is 2.18. Rather good weather on the 8th and when it breaks, Carlos Ramirez is with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thanks, Dean, and thanks to the listener for letting us know about this one. Looks like the incident we have on 66. Uh, the Potomac Freeway, the accident scene was soon after Virginia Avenue and was previously blocking the ramp towards the Theodore Roosevelt Bridge. As of now, it seems like uh, responders have opened up at least one lane there uh, of the ramp, so you are able, once again, to access the westbound or the outbound side of the Theodore Roosevelt Bridge. However, you will still see some crash activity. It was an overturned vehicle there. Sounds like the vehicle is back on its tires, but you will still see some of that response, so just take it nice and slow through that area. Otherwise, in Virginia, got a few work zones for you on 66. You're going to see one near Gainesville there along the left-hand side. Then, as you head past 28, you'll only have a single right lane getting by that work zone. No real delay behind it. Well, it's a very 
slight volume delay between 29 and the exit for 28th. East of that point, after 123, headed towards Nutley Street, you should have a single right lane getting by. Uh, 395 on the northbound side. Sounds like they got a work zone in the express lanes along the right-hand side of the roadway there just after Edsel Road. Just watch out for that one. Shouldn't slow you down too much. In fact, I wouldn't even be in the express lanes right now if I were you. This is your <laughs> local lanes are just fine as you head up across the 14th Street Bridge. A little slow on the eastbound inbound side of the Southeast Southwest Freeway as you make your way onto the 3rd Street Tunnel. Listener did say that we did have a work zone in the tunnel. Might be why folks are slowing down on their approach. Uh, you should have a single left lane getting by there, and it sounds like the ramp to D Street is partially blocked as well. Ashley's greatest Labor Day sales event has been extended. Save 20% off your entire furniture purchase. Be beautiful Ashley furniture in stock and at incredible savings. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. On this Thursday, starting off with some patchy fog and mostly cloudy skies, temperatures in the 60s. Skies become partly sunny throughout the day today with highs in the mid-70s to around 80. A really nice finish, a nice evening in store. But before then, there's a chance for an isolated shower mainly west of Washington. Plenty of sun in the forecast tomorrow, low humidity, low to mid-80s. Another beautiful day on Saturday with the chance for some scattered late-day showers and thunderstorms on Sunday. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Right now we're at 67 in Gaithersburg, 70 in Arlington, 65 now in Lanham, 70 in Holding at our nation's capital. This 2 a.m. hour, Thursday morning, September 8th, 2022. Welcome into WTOP. This check brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials. Visit newlookhomedesign.com. This is WTOP News. Here at home, getting an explanation now this week from Prince William County Police after officers recently shot two men during an undercover operation. 19-year-old Jaden Carter died days after that shooting incident. Police said this morning Carter and the other man were targets in a fentanyl investigation. Prince William County Police have released doorbell camera video of what happened on Fox Glove Court in Woodbridge. They say Jaden Carter got into the back seat of the undercover detective's car. Jaleel Turner got in the front seat, pulled a gun and demanded money from the undercover officer. Police say the men took the money and property. As the three men were starting to drive away, more police arrived. The suspects threw the car in reverse as officers opened fire. Carter was killed his family disputes police saying someone in the car fired at officers. Turner and the car's driver, Shane Pollard, are now charged with robbery resulting in a death. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. You can check out the doorbell video a click away at WTLP.com. WTLP News Time 222. tax credit for those who buy certain electric vehicles will be available through 2032 thanks to the Inflation Reduction Act signed into law by President Joe Biden. This morning, consumerman Herb Weisbaum, a contributing editor at Checkbook.org, says this new law should boost electric car sales down the road, but not right away. Yeah, the new legislation is designed to accelerate the sale and production of what Congress calls clean vehicles by extending the existing tax credit of up to $7,500 for those who buy all electric vehicles, some plug-in hybrids, even cars powered by hydrogen fuel cells. Because EVs tend to be more expensive than comparable gas-powered models, the extension of the tax credit might steer more car buyers towards EVs. And if the U.S. is going to meet our climate goals, we need to get millions more drivers behind the wheel of vehicles 
that don't pollute. So let's run down the new rules of the road created by the legislation. Sure. As soon as a president signed that bill into law, this provision kicked in. A clean vehicle must be assembled in North America for buyers to qualify for the current federal tax credit. This will disqualify some EVs already on the market, such as Hyundai's Ionic 5 and the Kia EV6. Other requirements take effect in 2023, including the buyer's income and the vehicle price. Individuals with modified adjusted gross income and AGI of more than $150,000 won't qualify for the credit. The cutoff is $300,000 for married couples filing jointly. The SUV, pickup, or van you buy cannot cost more than $80,000. For all other EVs, the limit is $55,000. This means the Tesla Model 3 sedan, which sells for around $48,000, would qualify. The Model S sedan at $106,000 would not. Clearly, Dimitri, Congress was trying to target this tax credit to middle and lower income folks. As you write about in your checkbook story, there are also requirements about the batteries powering these vehicles. Yeah, Congress wanted to jumpstart domestic manufacturing of electric batteries to reduce our dependence on foreign countries for the raw materials such as lithium, nickel, and cobalt. So starting next year, a steadily increasing portion of the minerals needed to make the batteries must come from the U.S. or countries with which we have free trade agreements. That means starting in 2024, EVs with batteries made with minerals that come from China, Russia, or other foreign entities of concern won't qualify for that tax credit. What about somebody who wants to buy a used electric vehicle? That's the really cool thing about this new law. It creates a new tax credit for used EVs and other clean cars, up to $4,000 or 30% of the sales price, which is ever less. Again, there are income requirements. The vehicle must be at least two years old, and the selling price cannot exceed $25,000. Even so, this should help more Americans get into an EV. How are car makers responding to all this, Herb? Well, the automotive industry realizes it has to transition to electric vehicles to meet regulatory requirements and to satisfy consumer demand, but manufacturers aren't happy with everything in the law. There's concern that limits on manufacturing and battery materials are unrealistic, and that a significant percentage of the EVs currently on sale are now ineligible for the tax credit. Clearly, there will be growing pains, but I think in the long term, the law should reduce greenhouse gases. It will create manufacturing jobs here in the U.S. and lower the country's reliance on foreign supply chains. Consumer man Herb Weisbaum, the contributing editor at Checkbook.org, talking with our Dimitri Sotis. Read more at our website at Click Away. Search Electric. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. It's business as usual at the Regal Cinemas chain after its British parent Cineworld filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy yesterday, blaming weak ticket sales since the pandemic. Cineworld is being crushed by $5 billion in debt. It's the world's second largest theater chain with over 9,000 screens. United Airlines sees friendlier skies ahead. It credits strong late summer travel demand for an increase in its third quarter outlook. It sees revenue topping the third quarter of 2019 before the pandemic. It may add a bit more capacity than previously planned to accommodate the additional demand. It's an open casting call for new TV shows at Nexstar Media Group as it looks to bolster its acquisition of the money-losing CW Network. CW had historically drawn content from former owners Paramount Global and Warner Brothers Discovery. Now Nexstar is casting a wider net. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Had to cut back recently? Well then, listen up. The free Upside app 
wants to get you back to living your best life by getting you cash back. SMS text 1118 AM. Hey girl, emergency. You wouldn't believe what just happened. Are you at your desk? I ripped my skirt and like half my tush is hanging out. Third floor bathroom, please help. LOL. When you send messages on SMS, someone else could be reading them. With end-to-end -end encryption, WhatsApp ensures that your personal messages are your personal messages. WhatsApp. Always message privately.